No, I agree that I'm cool, okay? You are cool. Thank you. I also know. <laughs> Fine, whatever. When you know, you know. When you know. <laughs> wow, solid. Are you recording? Yeah. Oh my God, I haven't even put on oh, my headphones. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, oh, wait. Thank goodness what? I didn't say anything. <laughs> no, no. Please. Yeah. We're back. It's okay. Amiga, no. The, the, re-record. No, I, I wasn't recording a lot. Like I'm like, re-record. <laughs> we, we didn't say any names. No, no. You're good. We're okay. So, okay. so you're that, icebreaker. If that girl listens to what we just said, <laughs> she's going to know that if you know, you know. So dumb. <laughs> oh, my um, gosh. Yeah, this has been recording since I w- oh, went to make the tea. Man. Okay. And so now the roadcaster is recording too. Is it's it focused on him? Like it's yeah. just on him. Awesome. You know, we're not wearing makeup, so <laughs> I know. But it's okay. At this point, wearing, he knows me with all my cramps makeup. and everything. I know. Your beard I, is your I makeup. Know too much. <laughs> I know way too much between you, when you and know, other you know. people. Ay, ay, ay. Um, so today we have our friend, <clears throat> or well, I want to say my friend. No, it's yeah. our friend. Now. But it's our friend yeah. now. It's our friend now, <laughs> yeah. So um, I'm going to introduce you as to your mom. She knows you as Joseph. Mm, I, I'm in trouble. I know you as Joey and everybody else knows you as JJ. JJ. <laughs> That's how I know you. <laughs> I try to hide all my personalities from people, but Listen, it doesn't work. It's, he's, he had a, a Saul to Paul moment. Yeah. <laughs> We'll go with that. We'll go with that exactly. He was like, I became a Christian and Mia had a new identity. (laughs) (laughs) You might want to get close. You might want to get close. I don't don't want everybody to hear what I'm about to say. (laughs) He's like, I became a Christian. Call me JJ now, thanks. (laughs) That's his new name. Just Jesus. That's what it stands for. (laughs) Just Jesus. Stupid. Oh, yeah. What's up, guys? How are you? It's so nice to finally have you on here. I'm really nervous all of a sudden. <laughs> so I'm worried where this is going to go. We've been talking for like two hours already. I what know, do you mean? but you know, when you know, you know. <laughs> so. I love that. I love. So, icebreaker, because we were talking about mm. that. About yeah. when you know, you know. You were telling me the story when you met your now wife and this yeah. and that. And you're like, no, yeah, I just knew. I saw her and it's like I knew. I'm, I'm like, what? What do you mean? So tell us a little bit about that. Well, first of all, I want to say thank you because <clears throat> it's going to give me brownie points. So <laughs> yes. we're going to start with that. Um, but yeah, I met my wife when I was dating her best friend. Um, and I met her where out at Tarbaman, like I mentioned earlier. And it was just kind of like an instant thing between Mm -hmm. me and my best friend that was there with me. Um, And I remember we were sitting at the bleachers right when she went to the restroom with my girlfriend at the time. Mm -hmm. And I told my best friend, I was like, I'm going to marry this girl. And he looked at me like if I was freaking bananas. He's like, what are you talking about? And I remember my ex now coming back to me and she heard telling me, she's like, I don't want you talking to Isa anymore. Like, why? (laughs) Like, we're just having a conversation. Like, There's nothing going on here. She's like, I know, just don't talk to her anymore. So and I would hang out at my ex's house all the time when they were there to study and stuff. And it was always just me sitting in the sofa, minding my own business on my phone while they're they're <laughs> doing their thing. I'm like, I can't say hi to you. I can't be here on MySpace at the time. Like, I can't, can't even be here with you. Sorry. Like, hey, everyone. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was kind of like an instant thing. Like, yeah. I just, it's what we we're saying earlier. You don't question it. It's just like an overwhelming feeling. Like, it just hits you and it's like, oh, this you're going to be stuck with me forever. <laughs> Whether you like it or not, you're stuck with yeah. me. Yeah, <laughs> I've heard that so many times that people say that, like, oh, when you know, you know. I'm like, but what if you knew at one point, but it wasn't that, but it's like you feel it, you no, know, you but it's know. not it. it. You know, because the second that you think that the feeling starts to like dwindle a little bit, 
Mm-hmm. It's like, no, no, no. I actually want to figure out why it's starting to like fade away. Like, let's see what we need to do mm-hmm. to work this up to like, like get it working again. Which is stuff that we've gone through that every like serious relationship goes through. Like yeah. you're going to go through those tough times, but it's How what am I going to do it? on my side to make sure that things are going right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're I, more willing to fight for yeah. it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Even if it means fighting with her more. <laughs> 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 Which I'm sure she appreciates. I love you, I'm babe. sure. I know you're listening. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, yeah, I think me and you obviously go way back. Mm. We go back to, tw- we were saying 2014. I think that's probably around the time that we met. And so I've known you in all your seasons of your life. Well, not all of them, but. But too many of them. Too many of them. <laughs> <laughs> way too many yeah, of them. Yeah. And so I, don't, I think a lot of people don't realize that our friendship goes that way back. Yeah. Um, and so obviously I saw you with your ex-girlfriend. Um, Mm -hmm. I saw you with all the in-betweens, well, not all the in-betweens, but some of the in-betweens. Too many of the (laughs) in-betweens. And then with Issa. And I think you've always become one of those guys that I know that I can still come to and talk to about things and get that like male's perspective. Um, that even though you're in the church, you still keep it very like, very raw, I want to say. And I think that that's so needed, especially because I know that they're, our boundaries established because you're married and Mm -hmm. we have that friendship where I will respect obviously the fact that you're married, but I know that I can come to you and ask you for advice and be like, okay, help me like, you know, figure out this Mm -hmm. guy's brain. And you'll like, just tell me how, (laughs) how we think. Yeah. How (laughs) How you think. think, Right. (laughs) Yeah. And so I think I've always respected that about you. And so I've always really admired the fact that you're very vulnerable. Okay. Stop. Uh, or I'm going to stop just talking on honoring. <laughs> what is he doing? But if it's more of the, um, I think it's needed within the church for yeah. those men that are willing to just be vulnerable and speak up and even ruffle feathers a little bit. Yeah. And I think that's something that you and I talk about, but one of the things that I wanted, reasons why I wanted to bring you on is to talk about the accountability between men, because mm-hmm. I know that that's something that we obviously speak about. You see me obviously talking about a lot of things on my Instagram in regards to like women and the toxic masculinity and the toxic mm-hmm. femininity. And so you have obviously talked about it and you're like, let's talk about this on the podcast. Yeah. So what is your appro- approach in regards to accountability within the church, especially as a married man now? I think first and foremost, it's having accountability between you and God before mm-hmm. anything else, before I can have accountability between me and my friends and other stuff. It's always, I have a very guilty conscience of me thinking like, if I do this, God's going to be disappointed in me. And I know that's not really the right mentality, but it's what helps keep me in check. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that kind of trickles over to like my things with my friends. Like we mentioned one of my friends earlier that he's someone that I can come to and I know he's going to call me out the second I do something wrong. Um, and vice versa. Like we're both very good at like, Hey, I'm today. I'm tempted. Even if it's not like something with like other relationships, but something that's keeping me accountable. Like I need to study today. Like what do I need to do? you will be like, bro, you're not going to go to Flanagan's with me. You're going to go home and you're going to study. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and that carries over to every aspect as far as when it comes to just the church, it helps because it's good to see at least within my team at church to see two males that can be vulnerable with each other and not be afraid to like say what's what your temptation is or what your weakness is, mm-hmm. but being able to be held to that standard where we're kind of expected to be. Right. Um, does that bring pressure? Absolutely. But it's also being able to know that you can lean on somebody during that pressure and that somebody is going to help you like walk through it. And it's someone that has that same like mind and the same spirit yeah. to try to help you, um, get through that 
I guess we'll call it like phase or whatnot. Um, and yeah, like it's, it's something that I feel like it's lacking. Not only, I, I don't want to just say at church, but like everywhere, mm -hmm. like men are afraid to tell other men, dude, I love you. Like, thank you. Thank you for helping me through this because I was going through really strong because we immediately want to think like, no, I'm macho. I can get through this myself, right. which yeah. I've done a thousand times. And there's still times I think that I can get through things by myself, but I quickly remember things that pastors at our church have told me that it's, you know, it's in that isolation when things can go awry. When yeah. we start mm -hmm. letting our own mind think like, oh, if I go this way, like I'll do this. And the devil wants us to be alone. Right. Mm -hmm. The devil doesn't want us to have that accountability partner, that accountability friend, even if it's an, a female for me or like just a, someone of the opposite sex. Like it, could, it doesn't matter. It's just, as long as you have that one person that's going to keep you in line and keep you in check, it kind of lets everything like follow down that path and it trickles down from there. Yeah. It trickles down into your daily things of like, okay, today I haven't bought my wife flowers in a while. Like even if it's something so small and stupid, it's something that now it's holding me accountable to my relationship with my wife mm -hmm. to show like, I love you. Yeah. Like, something stupid, flowers, sure, whatever, $5. But it's holding me accountable to show like that, which is now going to show my son something, which is going to carry on to something else. And yeah. it's like that that ripple effect is something I really believe in. Um, like we mentioned earlier, like even with our team, my veggie control team, it's guys, today we're going to go for a run. Yeah. Today we're going to, my gym is open. Like, let's go to the gym. Like, let's go do something like just us to be together so we can all be that like-minded community that we're going to be able to hold each other accountable right and it just it doesn't unfortunately it just doesn't exist anymore because yeah. men in general are just afraid to put themselves out there yeah why i don't know but would you say you went through something i mean obviously i know mm. <laughs> when you know when you, you know, know. You know. <laughs> um would you, you know too much <laughs> clearly you would do. you say that you went through something where you wish you would have had more accountability absolutely what, is, um, what was that there's a lot of things that but the one, main one that comes to my mind is when I left my job at the city of Miami. Um, I was dating the girl, which was my wife's best friend at the time. Uh, we had split up and we had gotten into a fight. And I remember like trying to like get a hold of her and things weren't working out. And I showed up to her place and it was one of those that if I would have had like a good friend and, and could have probably called my brother, I guess, and that, that would have worked too. But it was one of those things that I was in that isolation mode. That's like, no, I'm going to figure out what's going on. Like, I need to figure out what's going on. I'm someone that needs answers. I need to figure it out. And if I would have had the proper accountability there, things may have been different. Mm -hmm. um, but then, like I was telling you earlier, like, if it would have been different then, I probably wouldn't be different now. Yeah. So, yeah, God has his plans for everything. Um, and I'm grateful for the way that things turned out now. But I think having that person before would have maybe made the transition a little bit easier yeah because god has a way of violently pushing us back to where we need to be when we're not listening and the only one that really suffers from that is us yeah, yeah. because at the end of the day his plan is going to work in one way or another right and it's us that we just get that violent pushback that if i would have had somebody or if i would have been in the proper state of mind it probably wouldn't have been as difficult yeah I think that's a beautiful thing of free will as well, because we have the free will to make choices and to go whatever, whichever direction we want to go. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, like God has like a plan and we'll always land at that plan. Yeah. But it's like going through heartbreak. Like mm -hmm. we, mm -hmm. you know, we kiss frogs or whatever until we find the one. Like that's an ex a silly example. But we, we could have saved ourselves so much heartbreak yeah. had we just waited the right way or yeah. like done things the right way to get to like the plan or the person that God has yeah. or, you know, like I'm just using it as an example. So I think for you, that's what happened that you went through like 
trials and like difficult situations, mm -hmm. but it still led you to where you are today, yeah. you know? Yeah, and I think honesty is also recognizing, like looking back, like, like recognizing within yourself the mistakes that were made. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, 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 Because yeah, then exactly. from that, like we, it goes back to the accountability with ourselves. Mm -hmm. Like we won't be able to really grow from it because then we just keep right. repeating the same things over and over again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like I have a friend of mine that she actually just <laughs> broke up with one of her exes and her ex kept doing something. I was like, man, I remember when I used to do that. Yeah. Like she's telling me stories. And I'm like, I, I used to do that. Like, I, I know I was at that age. It's literally all the lines that I would use and all those things. And it's, it's sad to see a generation of men now compared to like our dad's times or our grandfather's times, like how they used to be compared to how our generation is yeah. and the generation behind us is. And it's just like, like it, it makes sense why things are going sideways mm -hmm. a lot. Like not only in this country, but just everywhere. Like the way things are going sideways. And it's like, we were put here to lead. It's like I said, it's biblical for us to lead. And if we can't lead the right way, who's going to, why would anybody want to follow? Yeah. Yeah. And we just become part of this microwave generation of, oh, this isn't working. All right, let me get something else. Yeah. yeah. It's not the way it works. Yeah. Well, yeah, I love how you mentioned the whole thing leading because I think sometimes men have to realize that they need to learn how to lead themselves Absolutely. first before somebody else. Because And that, in you learning how to lead yourself, you're gaining also the woman's trust to be able to, like, to, hey, come, to, you. to yeah. come to you. Yeah, like to say, oh, okay, this is a guy that knows how to lead himself. He has mm -hmm. the discipline. He has the... Um, like the skill to actually like mm -hmm. go forward. He has the accountability partners that are keeping him accountable and stuff. I can actually trust him and like submit to him, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which goes back to the word that we've used in other podcast episodes that to some people they're um, like they're allergic to it. It's mm -hmm. like the submission, mm -hmm. like uh, yeah. all of a sudden, like if I say women should submit to men or I want to become more of a woman that submits to men, like they all freak out and they're yeah. like, what do you mean? But it's because it's been abused before. Yeah. And it's also because men don't know how to lead. So I love the fact that you said that. I think, honestly, one of my favorite things that my wife tells me is, like, when she tells me that she trusts me as far as, like, during a difficult situation. Mm -hmm. Like, if it, for example, if we don't have money to put food to, on the table today, it's like, I trust you. I know that we'll figure it out. Yeah. And that's one of my favorite things was, like, okay, like, I've gotten to the point that you trust me to this because, not of what I'm telling you now or whatnot, but of things I've done in the past. Yeah. So it's kind of like those little building blocks, like the atomic habits that just constantly, those little one by ones at 1% every time that's like, okay, now when crap hits the fan, it's like, I can come to you. Yeah. You're going to find a way to provide. Yeah. But you also know that because you know that God provides for you. And so that's where it comes. But I think yeah. it's a it's a values thing too. Uh, absolutely. It's based on the faith that you have too, because I feel like a lot of men that don't have the value the same values that you have it's just different yeah. for them i don't know i feel like it's a little bit more difficult and i feel like a lot of men are afraid of commitment yeah. because they feel like they're not they're not leader like a leader like enough or they feel like they can't provide because i feel like you guys have a lot of pressure like you i think i don't know that from what I, i've seen i feel like men I think tend to have that pressure of like i need to provide and i need so i can't get married now i can't do this because it's like it's always like you, you feel like you have to have your ducks in a row. You have to yes, have it all figured out. And that's not But I also it think either. that there's a lot of like ego involved. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, and definitely. To the sense of, yeah, like I need to have my ducks in order so I can get X, Y, Z and all these things and finally be married and all that stuff. Which that famous line, there's never a right time to do mm -hmm. it. Like, it's never the like, right time. You right? just got to do it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but it's at least things that are coming to my mind of like people have come to me recently. It's a lot of guys that are... are tempted mm -hmm. a lot and it's something that i've dealt with so like when they come to me and they tell me that i'm like i got you like yeah. i've gone through this i know i can help you through this mm -hmm. um 
But then if they don't tell me something, then I can't hold them accountable. And then like, I, I'm constant, I feel like I don't want to be that annoying friend. It's like, hey, any temptation today? Yeah, like, yeah, what's yeah. going on? Like, um, but I've seen like changes in two friends that are at least coming to my mind that they've gone from one extreme to another. Yeah. And they've gone from someone that's messed around a lot to somebody that's like, I really want to find yeah. a good woman. Yeah. yeah. And then they get scared. They're like, well, what if this woman does this? And then like, oh, maybe I should just mess around a little bit more. And it's like, dude, just stay on your path. Yeah. Like the time that I grew the most, I was by myself. I wasn't messing around. I wasn't doing anything. It was just me. Like I would go to the movies by myself. I would do things by myself. And yeah. that's when I learned to really like hone in on one, my relationship with God and more, well, not more importantly, but importantly, my relationship with myself. Because yeah. I'm somebody that talks to myself very negatively all the time. And they still do to do so to this day. But like I try back then I was more using it because I was beating myself up now. And it's more like, okay, you remember how you were? You're not going to let yourself get back to mm -hmm. that. Yeah. So like, don't be a piece of crap. <laughs> no, I don't know. Can I curse? Yeah. Okay. I cool. mean, I yeah. should Okay. I have a very potty mouth. So I'm trying not to. <laughs> About ruffling feathers. <laughs> um, don't be a piece of crap. Like do things the right way because now my current mentality is do things the right way because your son's watching you oh. so it's like you're a dad now i'm a dad now so yeah. it's like and everything that i do um he always gets me emotional so i'm gonna try not to oh, yeah. everything that i do i see him do oh so like there's mm -hmm. times that he'll walk around with his hat backwards and he'll be like i'm dada I'm like, oh, man. how old is he by the way two yeah he's, he's a baby I, I, <laughs> we're not gonna cry on our first podcast <laughs> um but yeah so that's that's like kind of what keeps me in check now. It's like, yeah. okay, somebody's watching you and people are always watching. You. It doesn't have to be my son in this example, mm -hmm. but I've had friends tell me the same thing. Like, yo, I've seen how you've come through what you went through and where you're at now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's something that could have destroyed somebody, but somehow you're here working. You have two jobs, you have a wife, you have a kid, you're in school, like you're doing all these things and I'm just Mr. Happy-go-lucky, yeah. Yeah. like smiling all the time. And, and making people laugh. And well, that's part of smiling. You are funny. I, uh, you are funny. Yeah. So yes. um, usually people say funny looking afterwards. But <laughs> no, no, thanks. you're no. funny. Um, you're funny. Yeah, so it's, I feel like it's all just like kind of rolled in together. And it's not something that happens overnight. Mm -hmm. It's something that, that you kind of have to have grace with yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like you need to have grace with yourself that you're going to mess up. Mm -hmm. It's going to happen. I'm not, this, I'm not here to say I'm perfect now, but like you start recognizing like the little cues and it's always that, that, like saying that they have like the second that you pass one level, God's going to give you the next opportunity yep. for you to prove to yourself mm -hmm. that you can overcome that. Yeah, right. that's true. And there's times that I see things happen to me. I was like, huh, I remember five years ago, six years ago, I would have fallen for that. Yeah, right. Like I would be right. right back into the same place. Right. But now I can look at me like, well, I'm out. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't need this in my life. Yeah. Um, and it's something that men just shouldn't be afraid of. Like it, you're going to fall. We all fall. It's just learning how to pick yourself back up and keep going yeah. and learning how to be vulnerable i feel because men yes. don't do that so that's why yeah yeah We're, it's so we hard have that macho mentality that i mean i still have it too There's is that a hispanic people. thing do you think or it's more of like a just yeah. universal i think we're just egotistical creatures that men we just, overall we, yeah we just so? want to i mean for the most part yeah mm -hmm. we just want to prove ourselves constantly and if it's not to somebody else then it's to ourselves like we just want to be like oh like i don't need you i mean i've I've unfortunately said that to my wife before. Like, I don't need you. I can do something on my own. Yeah. And when deep down inside, I know that I do need her. But it's just like me. It's your ego. It's your my pride. ego. Mm -hmm. it's, and what's, what is that saying? That pride is the last thing before the fall. And yeah. 
It's yeah, true. It is. It's it true. Is. It, it's very easy to go down that rabbit hole if you just keep telling yourself, like, I got this. I got yeah. this. I got this. And yeah. We don't got this. <laughs> Would you say that you've had the, the blessing and the opportunity to have people that pour out to you that you can go, that you can feel oh, yeah. like they can hold you accountable? Yeah. So one of the pastors from, can, can I mention? Yeah. Okay. That's uh, Adrian from, from church, he's someone that he gets mad at me if I don't come to him. Okay, but, hold on, pause, because uh, I want to, you had mentioned something earlier, and I wanted to piggyback off of that, but do you, so here's something that I want you to be a little bit more <clears> clear <throat> on, especially from a guy's perspective, because I feel like girls, were very open to talking about things, right? Yeah. We don't just wait for somebody to come and ask us how we're doing to right. be held accountable. Like, I know that if I do something wrong, I go to Nebraska, and I'm like, hey, <laughs> I did something wrong. Mm -hmm. Like, she doesn't have to come to me and be like, are you okay? Did you do something wrong? So like <laughs> when for men, is it easier for you guys to be like, dang, I screwed up. Let me go to somebody and talk to him. Like in this case, Adrian, he's the pastor mm -hmm. at our church. So do you go to him or do you wait until he catches on to something is not right with this person? Let me check in on them. Do you wait for him to text you or whatever? Okay. It's a little okay. bit of both. It depends on what it was. Mm -hmm. like okay. If it's something severe, I mean, I've never been to the point that it's something severe, but if it's something like severe that I feel ashamed of, I'm not going to tell him anything yeah, until he comes to me and he's right. like, something's up with you. Because you feel shame exactly. with that, right? Um, but I think as far as guys, like the way that we tend to communicate with each other is by doing it in an activity, if that makes sense. Okay. Mm -hmm. Like we can be out watching a football game, let's say for example, and you're just making common conversation and then out of nowhere it's like, bro, you know what pissed me off with Isa today was this, this, and this. We got into a fight, whatever, and I messed up and I did that. And then suddenly it's like, okay, like now you're opening up to me, not because I text you or something like that, but because we're kind of like in that comfortable, common space that we feel okay for us to talk to each other. Uh -huh. And that's been most of our, like my conversations with my friends, except for Adrian, that I know you're going to probably kill me, but <laughs> if I don't come to him, he will hurt me. Yeah. Like I need to like, <laughs> and, and he means it with the best intentions, but that little dude is scary. A little like, scary. I see him on Sundays and that guy gives me faces that I know he could hurt me if oh, he wants funny. to. He's um, great. He's but awesome. Yeah, he just, he's, he's on my case in a good way, like just to make sure that everything is going right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause I, I tend to fall to that thing again. That's like, Oh, I can do it. I can do it. And it, he'll quickly be like, what, what's wrong? Yeah. Like, is it something you could actually yeah. do? Or is it something that I want to pour into you a little bit more and see what's going on? Yeah. Um, so like, yeah, back to answer your question before we're rambling on, I think it's a little bit of both. Yeah. Um, it just depends on what the situation is and I guess what the season is that I would be in, mm -hmm. in that case. So, yeah, so men don't really talk about everything the way that women do. Yeah. Cause... We're, we're very not complicated. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, it's true. So it's true. true. Like it's true. we don't want to go out there and pour all our feelings until we get to that point. That's like, it's taking a toll okay. on you. Yeah. yeah. Like. The best conversations I've had with my wife is either out on a walk or at Disney World. Like, because <laughs> it just sounds weird, but magic does happen there. <laughs> um, not like that either. Whatever. Cut, edit that out. Can you imagine <laughs> arguing and it's a small world after all? And they're arguing. You're like, by the way, I did something yesterday. With the song in the background? I yeah, should yeah. let you know that I spend all our money. <laughs> it's um, a small world. <laughs> No, but it's true. Like we'll be, we, we'll be uh, walking throughout the park and we'll just start talking about like, oh, what do you think about this? And then we'll have a conversation that leads into something. Do you think it's because me. it feels less intimidating than when you're like at dinner looking at the person eye to eye and being like, uh, by the way, I did this? Not for me because I, I just don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just say it. But 
I think it gives you the opportunity to have more context into it. There's yeah. a time and place, like they say, yeah, right? Yeah, like I've, I've tried to break up with people out at dinner and <laughs> that ended very badly for me. Um, she told me that she wished an 18-wheeler would hit her in the middle of the dinner table. She wished that what? An 18-wheeler would hit her in the middle of the dinner table. Oh my goodness. You yeah. Know. Yes, I know. <laughs> you know, you know. Um, oh gosh. But yeah, it's just, it, it depends. Like, I think the best, like I said, back to what I was saying with Disney World, mm-hmm. um, the best conversations were just during those times because it's, maybe it's less pressure. Maybe it's, uh, I just feel the most comfortable because I'm not distracted with work, school, all these things. I'm just mm-hmm. here with you right. now. And I don't have to think about what's going to happen when I get home. Like I can just think about this moment mm-hmm. and we can talk about it. Um, so yeah, I think it's just different with guys. Like we're not great communicators for the most part. Um, like I said, my thing is very black and white. So I tend to say things very bluntly and I mean it with the best intentions, but yeah. my delivery is horrendous. Okay. Like I should work for FedEx. You know. <laughs> and when I know, I know. <laughs> I keep name dropping the title. I so love it. No. It's great. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's just, it, it kind of depends, I guess, on the person. Yeah. Speaking of my wife. <laughs> um, Let's jump a little bit into um, a conversation you and I have had in regards to girls in the church and dating oh. within the um, mm. within the church and stuff, and how we've obviously talked about. And I think recently we talked about how sometimes girls come on too strong. And so you were talking about how you met your wife and how she made you chase her and how she made you feel very insecure in the very beginning of your relationship. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of. Because we got, I mean, I talk, obviously talk to a lot of the girls in the church and stuff, and they're always like, oh, why is it so hard to date within the church? Why is it that a yeah. guy won't pursue me? Why is it that like, you know, the men are just like waiting for the next best option. Yeah. And so it's like, they're not seeing what's in front of them. But then you were like, but sometimes the girls also are not, their approach isn't the best Off. approach. Yeah. Right. So we've talked about this. Before. So I'm going to talk about the guys first. Mm-hmm. Um, I love my boys. You guys are awesome. So when you see me at Somi, don't jump me. <laughs> but a lot of us don't have the best intentions behind things. And I think some of the ladies know. Um, but then that goes back to the accountability thing. Like we mm-hmm. say that we want a wife and we say all the right things. And yeah. we'll start talking to, to a lady and we just move very quickly. Mm-hmm. And we expect things to be at a certain point when it's like, if you really want that godly relationship, mm-hmm. it's not going to get there like that. Like, that's yeah. not the way this works. Yeah. Um, which then makes us make you guys crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of problems within the men on its own, which that we can go on for hours about. Yeah. Um, but as far as like what we feel like with how the ladies think, I think it's because we know, at least the good ones know, um, that we need to do things the right way. So we try, at least the people that I know, try not to pursue too much. One, because we're worried about how it looks in the church. Mm-hmm. Um, and then two, there's a lot of women that kind of do the same thing that the guys do. Yeah. Like they'll come at you with the whole, oh, yes, I, I want to wait till marriage. But then here's a picture. Like, yeah. like how are you going to tell me one thing, but then your actions are showing me something right. else? Or how are you going to tell me you want to wait till marriage, but you're talking to six different guys right now? Mm-hmm. So the guy's like, okay, I'm not going to entertain that. Like if it's an actual genuine guy that wants the right thing, right. they're not going to entertain it. So it, it kind of goes both ways. Um, I think it just, both people, again, goes back to accountability. Both people need to be like, if you want to actually talk to me and you want to make this work, it's just me right now. 
Mm-hmm. And it sounds crazy to say, especially in this day and age where it's like, oh, I have five girls or I have five guys talking to me, whatever that stuff. And then you look like the crazy person that's trying to lock somebody down. But that's just because you know the right way to do it. Yeah. Like you can't be afraid of how you're going to look by telling a girl, telling a guy, like, I want you to stop talking to these other people if you're really interested in me. And the same thing with a guy. We're just scared to put that out there because then you look like you're the controlling person right off the yeah, bat. Yeah, you're like intense or... Yeah, yeah. And, and sure, it comes off as intense, but you're setting the tone for what you expect things to be. So right there, you're holding your own value and you're showing the person, like, if you want you, if you want to be with me, like, you need to realize from the very beginning, this isn't going to fly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And nobody really does that because they're just scared on oh, he's going to go tell his other friends and then now I'm not going to have a chance with somebody else and all these things. And then the guys come off too strong because they're just trying to get laid and the girls come off too strong because they really want something genuine and it's just a big miscommunication that happens. Mm-hmm. And there's just a lot of immaturity. I don't want to say like as far as like actions, but immaturity as far as spiritually that we have going on. Spiritually and emotionally. Definitely emotionally. Yeah. Because guys in general were very not only immature but uh insecure when it comes to the fact of the dating world now yeah because you see a girl and you want to give her everything right away and you can't yeah like you need to pace the things to do things the right way so that you can actually build that proper foundation right. to get to where it's at now everything is like i'm gonna sleep with you we're gonna get married yeah whoa buddy you haven't even taken me to starbucks yet like calm yeah. down yeah. you know yeah. and that's the old school way, which in my eyes is the right way, doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. And everyone's just too quick to try to get to where they want to go. And nobody wants to do the work together. But I think it's because of culture, too. I think culture, like the world has put a lot of influence in, in that, even in yeah. the church. That's it's so it's everywhere. So yeah. it's like so easy to fall into that or mm-hmm. to fall into like those ways of like, yeah, like um, you sleep like you sleep with the person mm-hmm. date one and it's mm-hmm. like normal. Like all those things seem so yeah. normal, quote unquote, when, which they're not. But the, that's why the old school mentality is fading away, because yeah. I feel like the world has has seen that as, like a, such a normal thing yeah. of like hooking up and all that stuff. Oh, let's just see where it goes. Mm-hmm. But you keep hooking up with the person and you don't know. And then it's a yes or a no. And then you want to get married. And some people rush the, for the to the rest of their lives. It's like yeah. you rush to get married because I feel like the church that is happens. known and for then, that too. And then you Christian encounter something too. down the and line. That's like, not, and yeah. honestly, that's not okay. That's yeah. actually kind yeah. of There's weird. some couples that yeah. within six months, they're married. And then it's and like the like, reason yeah. is because you want to wait till marriage, but yeah. you don't want to wait that long because hormones are insane. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's like, then there's what's the true reason behind you right. getting yeah. married do you really see yourself with that person yeah or well, do you just yeah. want to sleep with the person you're doing it with the right intentions so i think that's also very toxic too yeah honestly yeah. i also think one of the things that i've noticed is like how sad is it to see that even within the community that we're in that is such a big community of a lot of single people right because yeah. we do have a pretty big number of single Huge. people and mm-hmm. yeah. they range anywhere in their 20s to their 30s um and i hope a lot of the 20 year olds actually listen to this episode because i think it would benefit them but that they're more willing to date through the dating apps than to date within mm-hmm. the church, right? And it's like, but then they're complaining that they can't find good men, but they're on these dating apps and they're meeting, sometimes they're even meeting some of the same people that go to the church, but yeah. they're not willing to actually approach them and in the church, commu- uh, conversation with but them. do it through swiping right or swiping yeah. left. And yeah. it's almost like, well, what's happening here that like, instead of approaching the person at church, when you see them on a Sunday, mm-hmm. you're more... It's almost like you're you're guarding yourself to a point where you'd rather protect yourself behind a screen and have a yeah. conversation with them than ha- actually have it on a Sunday. Yeah, because getting denied yeah. is easier being behind a screen where you can just lock right. your phone and not have to but, deal with but it. But it's I think also like even meeting someone in the church and like being like minded, I feel like 
uh, for women, it's true. Like, I think we're more mature than men mm -hmm. are. Like, we grow up faster. faster. Yeah. Um, I think that, like, when we know what we want and we know that we're good girls and we have what it takes and we know what we can bring to the table, a lot of men get intimidated by that. And mm -hmm. they're just like, oh, my God, like, you, I can't meet up to your standards. Yeah. Bye. Peace out. Like, you're too good for me. Mm -hmm. You're amazing and I can't keep up with Because yeah. that's happened to me, if I'm yeah. being honest. Um, not to say that I dated guys within the church or that the church that we go to, but it, per my experience... For my experience in my past, it's been that way. It's been like I, I've, I know what I'm looking for, and then yeah. these guys tend to. I mean, they were great people, but oh, it's like they it were just, just kind of yeah. like, oh, you're too good, or you're amazing. And I'm just like, isn't that good? Like, isn't yeah. it good isn't that to a be good with? Thing? Yeah, it's, it's yeah. a well, as a guy, isn't that a good yeah, thing? Yeah, like, I, I why would, would think it is. I would think, and I'm just like, what did I do? Yeah. <laughs> I for it. me, in the way that I am, that's it's more like of. A competition that I give within myself. Right like now, it's like I want to level up to you. Yeah. But I think that that's like, where the emotional maturity comes. You. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And but it goes back to our insecurity as men. Like we're just we want to have those ducks in a row. So when we see when a woman has it, has her ducks in a row, I'll immediately we're like, no, 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 I can't do that. But like it's now intimidating. it's too much pressure for me to get everything together, and I can't do that. But why? Isn't that what know, like we're chicken? Isn't that what like you guys are looking for? That's what we're supposed to be looking for. <laughs> so I okay again. I'm speaking. I'm speaking on behalf of all the women that we've talked to. <laughs> yeah, from the church. Fellas, I'm, I'm, sorry. I'm literally their voice She's right like now. asking for a friend. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm literally their voice right now because <clears throat> we've talked about it. And they're like, oh my god, <clears throat> and they say that they're like, we tried it. Like we know what we want, and then when we meet someone mm -hmm. that's like worth it, they end up like walking away. Yeah, it's it's like why I know I don't get it. Personal friends of mine that they're like that they've dated someone that they've even told them like i don't care about what your job is right now i don't care about that yeah. like if as long as you have the vision and you're working towards that that's all that matters like everything else will figure right. it out right but again we're just scared we're we don't we don't feel like we can meet up to those expectations okay you mentioned vision do you believe that a man should operate out of vision even Absolutely. in his in his like marriage and relationship and everything yeah, yeah that's you're setting forth what's going to end up happening because yeah. if you either have the vision for things to go the way that you're hoping it does, or if not, you're just, you're, you're winging it. And that's when you give opportunities for anything to happen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like it's easy at that point for the temptation to come in. It's easy at that point for you to make just decisions based off emotions instead of like thinking like, no, like, let me stop, think this through. This is what we're working towards. It's just a speed bump. Mm -hmm. um, I can tell you that I've been very fortunate that, my wife has made me, even on moments that I've started losing my vision, she's like, hey, snap out of it. Like, this is not what we're doing here. Like, you're here to get things right. Do it. Take your time. If you need a few days, fine. That's no problem. But then afterwards, get back on your feet, figure it out. Let's go. Let's get back to work. But that's did, a great support system. Did you that's share beautiful. that vision with her? Or do you? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So it's something that we've, like, planned out, I guess, for the last few years. Okay. Or kind of since she goes to me a while back. <laughs> but like once we got back together it was like very like okay this is our plan this is where we want to be this is where we want to be in five years we got to that within the five years now it's like what's the next five years oh you did yeah and That's it was awesome. like did you cool. talk to her about it or did she approach you about it she i was very immature still at that point <laughs> as so. andrea sips her tea i yeah. love it <laughs> know, that's why i'm not looking at her i'm just looking at those fruit painting up there because <laughs> Her um, face is she great. was kind of I give her a lot of credit she was the one that kind of like whipped me into shape without even thinking about it mm -hmm. um, she like, like we spoke earlier she made me very insecure not intentionally but just by ways that she was being like she made me chase after which I enjoyed 
but like really made me chase after her. So I was like, oh my God, like nothing that I've used but before is working. But men love that. Men love that. I do, that. but like I like to see something back. Like let me know what's working. But you <laughs> men are, like you men are, are like. Are masochists. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Like toxic. The more toxic, the better. Yeah. That's it's like, oh, so she, she doesn't, she didn't respond back. She's ghosting yeah. me. Like, I'm going to Why aren't you answering me right away? I don't oh, care if you're saving lives. Because that's what you're used I'm to, huh? <laughs> that's what you were used to your whole life. That's what I don't know is. what you're talking about. I'm not you men are know. something you yeah. men are something when you know yeah. you know <laughs> when you know you know yeah she yeah. um she set like that first foundation for us to have a vision mm-hmm. um and then once i started like things moving along i was like oh like this isn't this isn't that hard did she go up to you and be like oh, so what do you want here joey what do you see for us where do you see us going <laughs> i love this it sounds like older relationships <laughs> what do you think down. we're heading what's going on um i actually did that to her oh i love after that. she set I the tone that. for us and things weren't going how i envisioned i was like what is happening here like you and i spoke about things they're going completely sideways like this is not what yeah. you and i have planned like we broke up right after a trip to puerto rico and it was we had a great time it was fun but then things just weren't she wasn't upholding her part of the deal, I guess you could say. Were you upholding your part of the I deal? I most definitely was. Okay, okay. Unless Fine. you ask her. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. I most definitely was. Okay. Um, and then I think that's what kind of like mm-hmm. set me forth back. It like it made me backtrack a little bit, but at the same time, it kind of like made me more firm on what I wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was kind of like, okay, you and I promised that we're always going to be honest with each other. We're always going to be faithful, whatnot, all the, the whole nine yards. But then things started happening and I was like, you're, you're not doing one of those things that you promised me. And I don't like that. So like, let's figure this out. And then it just kept more negative energy from her. And I was like, okay, I can't do this anymore. So then I left and told her I don't want to be part of it anymore. And that kind of maybe woke her up a little bit and then like put us right back on track to where we needed to be. Um, so I give her the credit for giving me the vision, but then I kind of forced that vision back on her, Yeah, which is great because it goes again back to accountability, accountability. which is like mm-hmm. you messed up this is what you need to fix i messed up this is what i need to fix and that's something that i mean we still struggle with it today as mentioned we, we speak to adrian and michelle all the time and that's something that she brought up at our last conversation with them she's like i need to know that i can still tell you things whether you want to hear it or not i want to know that i can still tell you things without walking on eggshells without walking on eggshells right. and awesome. it's, it's hard yeah. It's very yeah. hard because I I can tell you I'm someone that at times when I hear something, I'm like, you are freaking crazy. What are you talking about? Yeah. But then I stop afterwards and I think about it. I'm like, oh, you have a point. <laughs> I can't tell you that. I'm not going to tell you. Yeah, because it point. closes the other person to be like, I can't, I can't continue exactly. on saying. So it, it kind of makes me work on that gray space on mm-hmm. the black and white of communication. So it makes me realize like, okay, I can say what I need to say, but I need to hear what you have to tell me. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of like, our new vision right now it's working on what how are we going to handle problems yeah. is it just going to be like i have a problem with this i don't like it you don't like it we're out okay we're done no that doesn't exist it's well, let's work on this in between and the small stuff that we know works mm-hmm. to then build up to the other things and honestly that's that's been probably our saving grace in the last yeah. however long it's been like it's it's been amazing i can tell you our relationship's been at a healthier point than it's ever been because of that um there's still times that we want to kill each other absolutely but yeah. it's knowing that i can lean on you and you can lean on me and we're going to get to where we want to go but you're also being held accountable by people that are above you guys like exactly. kind of yeah it goes you know, back to that your, i think yeah, yeah. 
holding you accountable in your relationship and having those conversations and stuff, which is that couples counseling that yeah. a lot of people don't want to seek, but yeah. they should. Yeah. I remember actually Pastor Rich speaking about that a while back saying like, <clears throat> it's okay for us to go to the doctor if we have a headache, Yeah, but why are we not okay with us going to a doctor if or something's wrong with our relationship yeah. or even just for a checkup? Like, Hey, everything's going good. Here's an hour of us talking about whatever it is and move on. Yeah. And I think we need to, not just within the church, but people in general need to make that okay. Like, yeah. It's okay to talk about what's wrong because that's the only way you're going to move forward. If not, you're going to keep repeating that same issue over and over and over yeah. again. And you're never going to really get past it. And as far as the dating world, something that someone had mentioned to me when I was single is try to look at the people that you want to be or a relationship that you want. Uh, yeah. And mm-hmm. that's something I used to hear. I was like, that's stupid. Like, me and Andrea always talk about that. Yeah. But it's true. It is. Like, yeah. I, I love Adrian and Michelle and I see that the way they are with each other. I'm like, man, like, I want that. I love yeah. Adrian like, and Michelle too, especially at a wedding. Well, I love them more. I hope if they listen to this, you guys are awesome. Yeah. Like, like, I'm going to send this to them. When, <laughs> when, like they're, to they're amazing. When we've had them at weddings that we photographed, it's they so just, fun. they bring the party with them everywhere it's they go. I mean, together. I saw the post of Adrian putting a tie around his head. <laughs> yeah. so. He's great. He's amazing. Like he's yeah, awesome. He's, they he's both are. Amazing people. Yeah. He's very genuine. I mean, again, he's they very both observative are. too. Like yeah. he observes yes. everything. Everything, everything. I know. I've noticed. So I'm like, it's, this guy's awesome. That's what I'm telling you. He's terrifying on Sundays. <laughs> if some a weird noise goes off at Somi, I just see him looking for me, like trying to see where. Yeah. <laughs> like, I gotta stop serving on Sundays. <laughs> just a text message. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, they're they're incredible. They're great yeah. people. I mean, and was I that even, was that okay? Sorry, I need to ask you. Was that something that both you and Isa decided to do together, or was it something that you said, "Hey, I think that we should do this"? Like, because I know that there's sometimes in marriages. There comes an issue in a situation and one partner is open to therapy or counseling, mm-hmm. but the other one isn't. So how do you come to that point of saying, let's both do both this together? I think we both came to it. Um, I think it was actually, I think it might have been Adrian that suggested it to us. So we started doing it um, and then we kind of like shifted away from that and we've just come to them. Yeah. Is really more what it's become now. Um, but I think he came to me first and then I suggested it to Isa and Isa was about it. I was like, okay, like. It was. It wasn't really much work to yeah. it. Um, but that's the but beauty yeah. about marrying somebody that's equally yoked to you. Yeah, and believes that, in the and same it's thing. Hard to find. It makes. Yeah. It, have you? Okay. Have you ever? Thank you. That's. Thank you for bringing that up. Have you ever dated anybody on equal yoked? To you, um, I have, I have, I no, have. I, I have. I'm guilty over uh, here. Guilty. He's been the unequally yoked I, person yes, to other people yes, too. I am before a your to wife. A lot of people. <laughs> There's a lot of people that still hate me. But has it been before your wife, or before your wife? Did you date anybody that was that were equally well, yoked? Why would it just before didn't work out? Yeah, if I've dated somebody after my wife, there's a problem. <laughs> Before you. No, because you were like, was it before your wife? And it's like, oh, no, no, yeah, there's, sorry. There's before no your- after. There's no after here. I'm sorry, before your wife, did you date anybody that was equally yoked to you? Um, and it just didn't work out? Or So there's one that I was with for a while. Uh-huh. Um, and then, like, I think, I don't, again, there's two sides to every story, but I think I kind of, like, outgrew it a little mm. bit. Um, and I would try to, like, make it work, but you would see a lot of, like, things lagging behind. Oh, okay. So and that's when like I kind of realized okay, this isn't this isn't gonna work. Like we gotta cut it out. And I already saw the writing on the wall for a while, so I was like, okay, we're just there's nothing to really save us here. And you didn't know with her, right? You didn't no, have the you know, know that I, you know. I didn't know, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you no, were like with hey. her with yeah. her, I thought it was an option. Okay. I did think it was an option for a while, but it was never really something like how it was with my wife that I just think like, oh yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna marry you. Yeah. 
But even yeah. being equally yoked like that makes mm -hmm. such a difference. Like, of course, of course, because you you're both everything. kind of like on the same, like, I guess it's on the same page. So you yeah. understand, like, there's going to be days that I'm going to carry the load. There's going to be days you're going to carry the load. Like, mm -hmm. if I slip, you know how to pick me back up, vice versa. Like, it's a lot of things that you kind of know how to, like, bounce off each other. Like, they say opposite attract, but uh, was it opposite attract, but those in common stay together or something like that? Um, and that's kind of like what it is. Like, we're different enough on certain things. But on a lot of stuff, we have a lot in common that I think that's why we tend to bump heads because she does things and it annoys me. I'm like, oh, I do that. Like, <laughs> it's like a mirror to you, right? Yeah. yeah. And, like I see it. I'm like, God, I feel so bad for you. Like, <laughs> this is what like I do to you every day. Like, this is terrible. Um, but it works because then it's like the same mentality. It's like, okay, we're going to make this work because there's no other option. Mm -hmm. Like we burned the ships. Like we're figuring this out. Exactly. Like, right now. Exactly. And it helps to have two people that are the same exact way because it's the only way you can make it work. Mm -hmm. Because if not, now you hand, you're dragging along your problems, but now you're dragging along your spouse or your partner trying to make it work and it just you get tired of it. And as a man, do you feel like, do you feel comfortable being vulnerable in the sense of like that there's a, there might be a point in your life where you're like, I can't handle this right now. Like, can you handle it for me? Like, have you been able to feel comfortable with that as so, a man? I don't think or? I've ever told her that. Um, but I think she kind of just knows. Okay. Which is wonderful because yeah. like there's times that she knows that like, I'll be just in a mood for however long it is. And she's like, you know what? I, I got it today. Yeah. Like, don't worry about it. Do you um, feel less manly if that happens or? Yes and no. Okay. Yes, because no man wants to feel that way, but no, mm. because it's my wife. So okay. like, if there's somebody that I feel okay with that happening to, it's, it's her, her. Because right. I know she's not going to go around being like, oh, Joey couldn't do this today. Yeah. yeah. So like, it's okay. Um, if anything, I feel more pressure with other guys like being like, hey, today I'm feeling this. But mm. it's just like, I need to force myself to say, because if not, I just hold it in. And then yeah. there's some things that you have better conversations with other men like about it. Of course, it. of course. Um, so I force myself to say it, but with her, it's it comes very <coughs> easy. Yeah. Like, it's very cliche, but she's my best friend. So like, it's easy to- I have a cop with that. Uh -oh. <laughs> she needs to go cop. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, I mean, it's, um, <clears throat> yeah, it, it's, it's a little bit easier and it's definitely not um, degrading for me. Okay. Because I feel like I can tell her, like, I have a problem with you with this. And today I have a problem with this, so I need you to do this. And, like, I, I tell her without telling her. Like, okay. She, like, she knows my routine. She, she knows already knows you, yeah, yeah, of course. So she knows course. when, like, if I'm not going to the gym today, it's like, oh, something's wrong with you. There's something's like, going on. You're either sick, something's bothering you at work, you're lying to me about something, you're doing, something's wrong here. Oh my goodness. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't know how she knows. She just does. Or she always throws that, I had a dream that XYZ. <laughs> and then it's always what just happened. I'm like, what? What do you mean? Somebody told you something <laughs> because there's no way that you're Miss Cleo here. And you That's just hilarious. know these things. That's hilarious. Um, but yeah, it's, it's cool. It's a cool thing to like, but it is Experience. harder to do that with other men, right? It is harder. It's still yes. hard for you. Okay. Yeah. Like to hold that my, accountability between Adrian and my other friend. It's, it's easier, but mm -hmm. with other men, it's a little bit more difficult. And I, and I think that's what needs to change. Yes. Honestly, yes. like it should just spread. I mean, guys don't need to have a big community of other guys, but we need to have at least a good circle that we yeah. can come to. You're three, you're six and you're 12. Mm-hmm. Sure. Sorry, I'm back. Three, six, twelve. Back. <laughs> She's definitely back. <laughs> been, I've been sick for a little bit, so I have this like lingering oh, cough. COVID. And Wonderful. I was like, Let me walk away for a little bit. Should have worn a mask. Um. So you were mentioned that you 
are part of a team at church. Mm-hmm. And that team is mostly, it's mostly men mm-hmm. for the most part. It's like mm-hmm. eight out of 10 are men, yeah, right? Sounds about right. And so I've noticed that you guys have also done this thing where you, you well, I think you did it once where you guys actually went to the gym and worked out yeah. together as a team. Yeah. And so how, like in, how do you, I don't want to say it this way, but how do you pick those people that you want to, even within your team, that you want to be held accountable to or that you're going to hold accountable? Because not everybody's going to be your person. So I kind of, the way I look at it is, I actually mentioned to you guys this while we were eating that (laughs) people tend to come to me to tell me a lot of their, I guess, issues or whatever it is that they're going through. Um, And I'm happy about that. I'm glad that people can trust me. But then, like, I, I've learned that if I take on too much and too many people, I can't give them the attention I want. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I try to do things in a group. Like, our thing it may not be just the working out, but it could be, like, going to a brewery or going to watch a Dolphins game or something. Just an activity within the team so that everybody can see themselves outside of church. And yeah. then maybe I won't be that person that they come to, but now they found somebody within our team that they can come to as well. Right. So it's like... In a way, me delegating without delegating. Okay. It's so like, it's like, yeah. I'm, I'm keeping like, okay, um, Gus, Gustavo is another person on the team. Mm-hmm. That he's the other team lead that people have come to him for certain things as well. That they've been going through difficult parts in their relationships or difficult right. things with work and whatnot. Um, which normally people would have come to me. But by having those outings, it's like, oh, look. Like, Gus but are somebody. they okay with that too? Like, oh, they love it. Okay. They love okay. it. Like, we've... we've like formulated a culture within our team, which I'm so proud of because it took years for it to happen. That's beautiful. That everybody feels comfortable like being straight up with each other. That's awesome. And that's why like we've, we're kind of like nitpicky on who we let on the team. Like I hate yeah. to say it, but it's kind of, it's kind of like you need to reach a requirement to mm-hmm. be on the team. But that's good. And it's not just like, hey, do you serve? Did you go, go track? Did you do this? Like, no, it's one, are you willing to protect the church? Because... If something happens, you're our first line of defense and you're doing this for free. Like, keep that in mind. Yeah. And then second of all, like, are you a cancer to the team? Like, are you somebody that you're going to come in, you're going to cause drama with us? Because that's not what we want. Like, we want somebody that's going to be here and we're going to do things the team way. The team way is what's been working. We're healthy. Let's stay healthy. And the way we stay healthy is by saying, hey, today I'm not feeling good about this. Or, hey, I have a problem with the way that we did this. Mm -hmm. And I would never be like have a problem with everybody telling me that yeah because yeah. that's the only way we get better that's yeah. the only way the team's going to continue to grow and then that from building the team and building that healthy um foundation with the team leads to us building healthy relationships with everybody else okay backtrack what team do you venue control serve? i'm okay. sorry what is venue control Explain so venue to those control is basically to put it in layman terms the security of the church okay so we're the first line of uh servant leaders that basically you don't ever see us because mm-hmm. we're just Hiding in plain clothes, just walking around all the time, yeah. watching everything that you're doing. And you guys are super serious all the time. I try to laugh sometimes. He's not. You, yeah, I, I, first you're of always all, smiling. Don't but. tell me that because I'm supposed <laughs> to set the tone. So I like to think that I'm supposed mean. to set the tone. I would like to think that I'm mean at church. Okay, <laughs> super <laughs> mean. Not. It's crazy. I'm only nice to the people. You're I know. just approachable. I guess. Yeah. I wish I wasn't. <laughs> Well, wow. you stand not on, out. Not on I mean, you're not on like Sundays. the redhead, you know, in the church and um, stuff. So. Yeah, that doesn't help. <laughs> that doesn't <laughs> help you stand I, out. Keep it going, Andrea. I, I try it. to hide, but the last time I was there, I wore a cowboy hat and boots. So <laughs> 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 it kind of stuck out a little bit more. Yeah, <laughs> oh my God. Um, 
yeah okay. we're, we're kind of like the security of the team i mean the security of the church we're walking around with our pastors helping mm -hmm. private security that's there as well mm -hmm. um there's police officers there we have all walks of life we have we have a first responder first responders within our team which is like different nurses things like that oh cool um so if somebody does get hurt at church we're the first ones there as well mm -hmm. um we have police officers firefighters former military like everything you name mm -hmm. it we have them there helping to serve um but kind of back to the requirement it's mm -hmm. i'm glad that you do all these things outside of church but are you willing to commit to the culture that we've formed within this church team? Yeah. because the church as a whole is wonderful mm -hmm. yeah but we what i like to tell them and what joel someone used to be a team leader with me used to say it's that we like to our team is church outside of church mm -hmm. exactly so our, we're the community like where that big big group of people becomes the 12 of us and it's us 12 there and we're going to talk about what we, either we heard at service or previous previous messages previous things whatever issue it is we, like we put it on the group chat all the time our yeah. group chat is hey today i'm having a problem with xyz i need prayer so you do life and together we mm -hmm. do everything together because and sundays I, it's just one day of the week church one, is only exactly. one day of the week so we try yeah. to do at least once a month an outing and we've slacked the last two months but I mean, it's always trying to do something because yeah. mm -hmm. we want something outside of there. Yeah. Like, it's cool. We're there on Sundays for an hour. But mm -hmm. after that, yeah, if, you don't have, if you don't have that community, thing. like, what's the point? You, you go back to you what you're really doing. You can't really bond within, with, exactly. like, while you're serving, too. It's not like yeah, you know, I that's mean, what you can do. I go talk to everybody. No, no, they don't I have don't. a choice. They have to talk to me. Yeah. If not, they're off the team. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding, Adrian. I'm kidding. Now you're coaching also at Legendary. Did I tell you about that? I saw it on. Oh yeah, that's right. And I right. messaged you and I was like, "Oh, I want to go." Oh yes, yeah. that's right. That's but right. I'll probably be cramping. So. Oh my oh. goodness! For those of you that don't know, for the last ten years, Jesus. every time I've worked out with her, it's oh, I have horrible cramps. <laughs> and then her insane vein comes out on her forehead with a big red blotch. Oh my gosh, my that's hilarious! And then it's like, oh, you see, I can't do this. My stomach hurts. I'm like, dude, we're just walking into the gym. <laughs> Like, we haven't even started the exercise yet. Mm. The last time I invited her to work out with me, she hit me. With, I, knew, <laughs> I even told her, I'm like, I know it's coming. She told me the day before, hey, I can't make it. I got cramps. I'm like, I thought we were over this. <laughs> it's been, don't give me the crickets. Even the crickets know that you have it. <laughs> um, no, so yeah. you're you're obviously coaching now, which, yes. I mean, I can say this because I've known you in all your seasons. Tread, like, tread carefully. <laughs> tread carefully. But you've obviously gone through a kind of a transformation a little yes. bit where you've lost some weight. Just, just a few pounds. <laughs> I went from a dad bun Were to a Were you really figure. like overweight? No, no. Uh, he I was, was at, at one point. point. How at many pounds so did you I stopped lose? Playing, I stopped playing baseball. Okay. Um, and I kept eating like if I was still playing baseball. <laughs> and I got to like over 300 pounds. What? Yeah. Um, then I lost the weight, which was great. It was phenomenal. But then I reached like my, my crazy period and I used that to my advantage. And then I had a son and then dad bod hit hard, <laughs> like hard. You're like, I, now. I, I mean, I'm still balding, but I was balding. <laughs> I was fat. It was just really bad. Um, and then I started going to this gym and I can honestly tell you that the guys at this gym are, or at least like the coaches and even the lady coaches and stuff are incredible there. Like that speak, talking about accountability, those guys. Like, I was going to say that, that like your accountability didn't just come off in the spiritual side. That's yeah. actually the point that I was trying to make ah, with all that. It's, it's the fact that you look, you seeked accountability spiritually, but you also seeked it physically, physically. which it shows 
in your mental yeah. like mm-hmm. capacity and it shows in your emotional capacity too. Yeah. So it all goes kind of hand in hand, which is kind of what we talked about even with Alex yeah. um, in a previous episode where it's like, as creatives, when you're creative, like we got burnt out so much mm-hmm. more. And so you need to take care of your body like and your yeah. like mental health yeah, to be able to create. But it that goes across the line of everything. You mm-hmm. don't necessarily have to be just a creative. It, I think in order to be in a good mental place, you have to spiritually be healthy, mm-hmm. right? Hold yourself accountable mm-hmm. to spiritual leaders, but also physically be healthy yeah. and hold yourself accountable to a coach yeah, or a training session or going to the gym and all that. Yeah. So I actually love the fact that you're going to become a coach because I think you know how to speak life like to people now. Like a fitness coach or like fitness yeah. coach. So if you want to go to a gym, anybody listening, go to Legendary <laughs> Fitness. Laz, I'm going to send this to you so you see that I'm marketing the gym. Um, but yeah, they're they're all incredible. They're there. It's, awesome. it's a mentality of we're here to get better. Mm-hmm. And it's not just fitness. It's everything. Like Laz, the owner, speaks about vision all the time. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, I want to go. And it's it's awesome. Honestly, since I've been there, I've, I've gotten, I think, like seven different people to come to church. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the coaches came to church one time and he brought his entire family. Well, I that's actually grew like, up with Carlos, I think I told you. Oh yeah, that's right. I you grew up with him. Right. We met at oh, church. I guess so. Mr. Carlos too. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's awesome. But yeah, it's it's that place is incredible. Yeah. Like I used to own a CrossFit and I know the gym world, I know that whole fitness life and everything and like everything that comes with it, the good and the bad. But this place is unlike anything I've ever experienced. That's amazing. And it's it starts with them at the top and everything. It's we're gonna hold you to the standard physically, but also, like you said, emotionally and spiritually. It's you need to have this vision for where you want to be. I love, yeah. I love, and it's great. They make you fall in love with the process. They make you fall in love with everything, and then you see the fruits of your labor as you're doing it. And it, it's impossible to not want to be a part of that. Yeah. So well, as we're soon as they offered after. me the opportunity, I was like. Yeah, we're gonna talk about this it. podcast. First class only. <laughs> <laughs> well, you. we'll go together because I'm so uh, she's not gonna go. She has preps. <laughs> <laughs> you know, did amazing. I ever tell you that I actually realized yes. the reason as to why I had cramps? Yes, we had this conversation because of my ago. potassium. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're I actually. Thought, I thought you fixed it, but clearly that day it came back. No, no, it it just depends on my diet. <laughs> so that's why I made you such like healthy food today. Oh, you know, you. because I'm trying to get so back on my whole give thirty you diet. Of Bananas and, and <laughs> avocados, <laughs> everything that you need that has potassium. I'm gonna make sure you eat it for two weeks before we go. <laughs> Shut up. Just I'm gonna Uber eat you everything. No excuses. That I can. No, <laughs> no excuses. excuses. Yeah. No, well, we'll definitely have to set that up. I think one of the things that I enjoyed the most actually mm. doing with Joey back in the day was we would jump the fence at FIU. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody can go, know my full name. <laughs> to go run uh, stairs at the, yeah, the stadium. Yeah. The stadium, yeah. That's we awesome. would just go run the whole thing. And got kicked out a few times. <laughs> did you really? We did. Did we? Yeah, well, there was a football remember. practice going on. Oh, the coaches that's got right. mad at us. Yes, that's right. Yeah, they're like, you guys can't be in here. We're like, we're students. But it was great because he literally would like push me, like yeah. push the crap out of me. Not physically. I was going to say, you pushed her? I'm kidding. If there's anyone that would hurt anybody here, it's hurting me. We've all experienced that. Anyone that knows me knows that I've been hit a time or two by you. (laughs) Anyways, I think this has been such a great talk. Honestly, I've really loved having you. I think it was freaking due. Yeah. We had been talking about it for so long. Yeah. And we've talked about this topic for so long since we started the podcast. We're like, we need to have somebody to talk about this. Yeah. Yeah. Especially more guys, because Mm -hmm. I think we had interviewed a bunch of girls already, like on the podcast and look like close friends of ours. Mm -hmm. And like, 
I think the relationship topic is the one that keeps coming up. Yep. It's like the one that most people are always invested course, in because yeah. I think everybody wants to find a significant other, especially yeah. within the church community. Yeah. yeah. But I think it all starts with accountability too. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. So it's accountability on knowing how to become whole on your own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who you are, whose you are. Single and secure. Mm-hmm. You already know. Yeah. yeah. And then absolutely. just, you know, accountability mm-hmm. when you're in that relationship too. Yeah. It makes things better for when you step into a relationship. Absolutely. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah I, I, I firmly believe that if you can't learn how to be by yourself, you can't learn to be with somebody else. Absolutely. Because Agreed. like Pastor Rich says all the time, you're going to bleed on somebody. Mm-hmm. When it wasn't their fault, they didn't mm-hmm. do anything to you, but yeah, you're exactly. going to just carry that over. And the second that you learn how to be good with yourself, yeah, the sky's the limit. It's, Absolutely. A, it's a breeze. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh. Anything else breeze. you want to <laughs> say, Doobie? No, just thank you for being here to finally talk to you for more than five minutes. Because mm-hmm. I feel like every time we have an encounter, I'm like, hi, how are you? Okay, bye. Mm-hmm. And she always talks to me about you. So I'm like, finally, we get to have him on the I don't podcast. Blame her. There's a lot of good things uh, to say. You're awesome. I mean, I don't so. know about that, but when no, you know, you know. I think, <laughs> when you know, you know. I right, think you're right? awesome. Yes, right. <laughs> no, he is. He is. He is. He's, he's on his way. Yes, awesome. yes. I've loved so. ha- I mean, you were talking about your wife, and I was like, yeah, I knew he would stick around for the rest of his life too, some some way, shape, or form. Like I knew I'd have you in my life. People tend to tell me that, and I'm like, I don't know why. <laughs> I knew, I knew you would stick around. Well, because I'm your favorite, obviously. This is true. Anyways, well, with that, that's what I did. <laughs> <laughs> Can't let things go further than the radius. Isa, I promise we're gonna have you on the on the podcast oh, soon. Oh boy, and, you know, I do not want to come to that one. To try to see if everything that he said was true. What she oh yeah, that part I'm good on. No. <laughs> I don't have to worry about that. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I think it would be great to actually have both of you on the podcast. I think that's that one of fun. the the next things that we want to do. We want to do that with like Greg and Gato, like get yeah. more couples on it. Yeah, because be I think. Awesome more single people need to learn from the couples too. And not that you guys have it all figured out together. Like, you know, you don't have it all figured out, but (laughs) I think it's nice to know when a couple is being vulnerable and that we as singles know like what to look forward to and Mm -hmm. how to kind of, it's like, oh, okay, when I get married, I know I'm going to have a couple friends that I can go to and talk to about yeah. certain things. So I think Especially when people lean into social media so much and it's like, oh, they look so happy. Yeah. I want that. It's like, do you know they're exactly like what they're going goals. through? Yeah. yeah. And it's like, social media is a lie. What are really relationship goals, you know? It's a big so, lie. But a big fat yes. lie, yes. Everything else is true. Social media is a lie. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. So, yeah. I'm yeah, glad you were that. here. It was me. fun. Yeah. I'm happy to be here. Thank you. Thank times. you. Bueno. Bye, Bye guys. People. Bye.